enlightening, informative, sexy, and fun. Welcome to Looking for Love with your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Dr. Lori will help you find the love you desire and show you how to have more love and passion in your life. Whether you're single, dating, in a relationship, married, or going through a breakup or divorce, Dr. Lori is here to help. This is Looking for Love, and here's your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Welcome, everyone. You are listening to Looking for Love, and I'm your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Today, we are talking about communication again, but today we're talking about sex. We're talking about sexual communication. We're also going to be talking about making requests, really important things when you're in a relationship. And I am joined today, again, by my co-host and sidekick, Mark Phelan. Hey, Mark. Hello, doctor. How are you doing? I am great. How are you? I'm doing very good. We're talking about communication, requesting sex. Is is this begging included in that? Well, I'm going to say requesting sex and begging for sex are really not very good. It's not sexy. No bueno. No, it doesn't work very well. I always say asking for sex. It's just not a turn on for most people. Yeah, and begging really a turn off. So, <laughs> but sometimes we do need to make sexual requests, which is different than making a request to have sex. So, two completely different things. And you know, we talked a lot about communication last week, and communication is such an important thing to get what you want, to get what you want in life, to get what you want in your profession, to get what you want in your relationship. Certainly, to get sex that includes that as well and a lot of people just don't have effective communication skills or they may know them but they just don't know how to put it into practice so we talked about a lot of skills and ways to communicate effectively last week today I really want to talk about making requests because I think that making requests if you have that skill down your relationship can take a turn for the better in a lot of different ways so a lot of people don't ask for things because they think they know that their partner is going to say no or they don't want to hear no it's Mm -hmm. too difficult for them or they do ask for things and their partner may actually say yes but it doesn't actually get done and then it creates a lot of resentment and a lot of anger. So making a request in a healthy way, in a productive and effective way can make all the difference. And so the first rule about making a request is to be really clear, make a request as opposed to a demand, demands never work, or a criticism. Nobody really responds to criticism. So the Mel Gibson school is not effective. For example... (laughs) The famous quotes where he's screaming and yelling. (laughs) Right. What he demands, he deserves. Yeah. I mean, a demand or a criticism, it doesn't make people want to do things for you. You might get people to do things for you, but they're not doing it from a place of desire or love. And so it's not going to be sustainable. You may have that work one or two or three times, but overall it does create more disconnection in a relationship. And when you have disconnection in a relationship, you're not going to be having fun. You're not going to be having sex and you're not going to be having the love that you want and you deserve. So being able to make a request, sometimes it's also looking at maybe a complaint or a criticism that you have. So let's say for example, you haven't had sex in a really long time. So instead of saying to your partner, you know, we haven't had sex in two months or why don't we ever have sex or what's wrong with you that's not going to make them want to have sex with you Mm -hmm. right that might be the complaint or the criticism instead you turn it into a request and a request would sound something like you know what baby I miss you I miss making love with you and I would love it if we can make love tonight I just 
want to touch your body. I want to feel you. I want to give you nothing but pleasure. Okay, everyone can take that little clip, record it, <laughs> and then play it back to where their significant other. There you go. So could we set aside some time tonight, you know, after dinner or instead of dinner, <laughs> right? During dinner. Yeah, just to, just to be with one another physically, sexually. I don't know what's going to happen. I just want to be able to hang out naked with you, have some fun, and please you. That's really what I want to do tonight. And then you're going to get an answer. Now, there's an art and a skill in answering requests as well. Mm -hmm. So if you really don't want to, you do need to say no. However, if your partner is making a request, they're doing it from a really loving place. They're letting you know why it's important to them. You know, as a partner, you want to be able to show up for them in that way. So whenever you can, you want to say yes. But the yes has to be a solid yes. It needs to come from this place of love, meaning, yes, I will do that. Now, it may not be something you want to do. Maybe you're too tired. Maybe you had other plans. Uh, maybe it's just not your favorite thing. But if it's something that you know is going to please your partner and you want to please your partner, then do it. Then you say yes. And when you say yes, that is a commitment. Go for it. And it's a commitment. You can't say yes and then go, oh, never mind. I changed my mind or just blow it off. Well, that's in some ways that works. <laughs> Depending on what the request was. Yeah. There you go. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> so, you know, it, it really is about that. And, and so when it's a yes, it's like your partner doesn't have to remind you. They don't have to nag you. It is done. It is solid. It is a commitment. And can you also, even if, say, for instance, you have a late meeting, you really are exhausted, traffic, whatever, can you very diplomatically say, that sounds fantastic, but can we do it tomorrow instead? Yes, that comes to the second part. Yeah. If you can't give a solid yes, you have to say no. But we never just want to hear no. It sounds really dismissive, and it just it's oh, a horrible absolutely. thing to hear. Absolutely, you're done. Goodbye. Right. But what we do want to do is say, no, here's why, and here's what I can do. And I'll make it worth your while. Exactly. I just, you know what, baby, I get that this is really important to you and, and I want to be there for you, but tonight I just can't. Here's why. I am so exhausted. I just imagine that it's not going to be the kind of experience that either one of us would get into because I'll probably fall asleep. I'm just not in that space right now. However, what I can do, I can make sure we go to bed early tonight. I've got plenty of rest and tomorrow I am yours. Exactly. Make an appointment. We will, we will do it tomorrow, which is a wonderful thing. So if it's a yes, which is you want to say yes when you can, mm -hmm. but don't say yes if it's not something you want to do. If it's coming from a place of fear, oh, if I don't say yes, she's going to get mad at me. Oh, if I don't say yes, you know, he, he may leave. Right. Uh, you know, we don't want to say yes from that place, from a place of fear or from a place of obligation. I have to do it, or this is what I should do, or what I'm supposed to do. It needs to come from a, a, a place of strength, a place of love. It feels so much better, not just for the person on the other end of it, but for you who's actually doing it as well. Right. And can you temper it with just a little common sense, too? If someone's driving back from San Diego at 5 o'clock, and they're going to be in rush hour for three hours, it's like, yeah, tonight, it's got to be here tonight. It's like, oh, can you just make, give me a break? Well, and it never, it's got to be. It's a request. It's not a demand. So mm -hmm. it's always, yes, obviously we want to be as, we'll say, thoughtful and compassionate as possible when we're making a request. But we do need to have that space where we can ask for what we need. Because if we don't allow ourselves to speak up, like, well, she should just know 
Right. I think women are better right. at that. You know, he should just know. He should know that it's our anniversary and he and mm. that I like flowers. Or she should know that, you know, I don't really want to have sex when I'm working really long days or having a long drive. So, you know, mind reading is never a good communication skill. It doesn't right. work out very That's well. The key word, communication. So we have to be able to make our requests so we can get our needs met. How do we get what we want when we're happy and we're fulfilled? By the way, our partner wants to know. Our partner wants to know what we want. That's in bed and out of bed. That's the other thing. With sex, a lot of people, they don't talk about what they like sexually. Well, you know, yeah, he should know. She should know. And sometimes you could even say, well, I've told him a thousand times how I like to be touched. And he still doesn't get it right. Like how many times? I don't want to have to keep telling him. So it's how you tell them. It's in the context. And it's just, it's a way to communicate about those sexual needs. Sometimes you want to talk about sex when you're not having sex. You know, when you're having dinner, you're having a nice dinner, you're having a lovely time, you can bring up maybe a previous experience that was especially wonderful for you. You know, last time we made love or we had sex, when you touched me, when you touched my clitoris really gently that way and you put that coconut oil on there, that felt so good. I really loved that. You do that, I guarantee you he is not going to forget about that coconut oil and that mm-hmm. gentle touch on your clitoris. So it's how we put it in the frame that we put it in. It's really important to talk about those things. And then you could ask him or her, what did you particularly like? Like, what are some really of your favorite things that we do in bed or that I do to you? Mm-hmm. How do you like to be touched? How would you like to be touched differently? What new things would you like to try? What are your sexual fantasies? Tell me something that you've never told me before that I don't know about you sexually. These are fun conversations, especially if you have kids and you've got a lot of responsibility. You know, when you go out to dinner, you have your date night. You don't want to be talking about work, kids, bills, the house, those things all the time. So talking about sex when you're not in bed is a good Mm -hmm. thing. It puts the person in the frame of mind that you're in right now. Oh, we're thinking of that. Okay. It, it could be very seductive. Versus the usual, okay, when you come home, I need you to do this, 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 this. It's like, oh. Yeah, or, or I hate the way you touch me. Like, why don't you touch me differently? Or you touch me too hard. <laughs> you know, you're not going to get a good outcome from that kind of communication. But in my experience, and I really believe this to be true, professionally and personally, and I really believe this to be true, and I think it's contrary to what a lot of women believe about men. Men, Women think, oh, men, they all just care about sex. They just care about, you know, getting their needs met. But I really do believe that men want their women to be happy more than anything. Good men. Let's ask all the men in the room. That's me. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I agree 100%. That's, to me, that yes. is part of the turn on is when I know I'm turning them on. The idea that I have that power, that I can do that, and then I get that, there's putty in my hands, literally, and that's fabulous. It It also engages me as a man, but also as a partner, and I feel like, uh, you know, I deliver the goods, you know what I'm talking. (laughs) Exactly. But, and and on the blunter side, there's a great thing I just read, actually, it was uh, the veterans coming home from deployment, and this one girl specifically wrote a letter to her boyfriend, it said, Here's the list of things you need to do when you come home. And to flip the page, the first page is like, oh, you got to be kidding. First page <laughs> you need said, to do. The first page said, you need to do. Number one, do me. Flip the page, 
Repeat number one. Well, that's kind of cute. Exactly. That's good, yeah. So it, she made a joke out of it. Yeah. In other words, this is like all it. you have to yeah. worry about. I like it. Right now, right here, yeah. us. That's Forget cute. about all the crap. But generally speaking, you would never want to say it was a joke. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't want to say, here's what you need to do. You'd say, oh, here's what I want from you. But no, I'm t- yeah. as, as a way of flipping the classic honeydew list. Exactly. Because if you say, for instance, send that in a text, the guy, oh, you got it, and all of a sudden send the next page. Yes, it's cute. I like it. You could almost pause it. These are things you list to do. And then, oh, it's a whole new text. Oh, my God, I can't. Why is she? And all of a sudden, Ooh, do me. Oh, do me. Okay. I like it. Yeah. All right. Now I've shifted the playing field completely. Yeah. yeah. Which now is, I'm in. By the way, sexting can be fun it can be flirtatious it can be seductive it Absolutely, can be erotic it can come yes. from out of the blue in the middle of a busy day in even in a meeting you just kind of glance on <laughs> oh yeah cool right yeah your stress level goes down you start thinking about it now by the time the traffic and all that stuff's baited away you can go Okay, now let's get down to business. Right. Or the sexy I know note you're in the, already there. Yeah, the sexy note in the wallet or in the pocket. Those things can be fun too. So talking about sex in... So I want to make sure you a, don't check your bags or check your jackets. <laughs> well, reading your personal stuff. So again, talking about things that turn you on, things that you would like to try with your partner... That's a wonderful thing. And you don't want to say, oh, you know, I did this with my ex. That's a great idea. <laughs> and I want and to she do was so you. good. So you want to say, here's what I would love to try with you. Here's what I'd love to experience with you. And now there's also talking about sex or sexual communication during sex. A lot of people don't do it. They just, they, they feel like they shouldn't have to. It should just be natural. Their partner should just know. Maybe they're embarrassed. They don't want it to be too clinical. They, they want it to be spontaneous. You know, this whole idea of but spontaneity. It's, also, it's personal preference too. I've experienced myself and as a party to, literally on a first date, sitting on the couch, talking to a girl, forgetting my roommate's already home with his girlfriend. And I called it the Olympics started. It was the most loud, boisterous event <laughs> I mean, it got ten straight across the board, but it was embarrassing. Yeah, so nonverbal communication. And but their Just preference, good. they both loved it. Yeah, it's they sexy. Perked, oh, it was off the wall, off the charts. But I was embarrassed because I was I was forced to hear it. Right. In an uncompromising situation. Were you situation. just embarrassed? I was jealous. You get a little aroused? No, fortunately, the next time <laughs> we were together, I got to play on it. But at first, it's a little weird. But there again, the preference, though. Some people don't like the screamers. Some people like it. Well, it's first the... of all, you really want it to be authentic. Yeah. I mean, if you're just screaming for effect, although you know, that can be a turn on, it can be, but... It, you know, it's it's letting yourself make whatever kind of sounds that naturally come from right. you. But there's a lot of times I think where people just do it for a fact or they've been watching too much porn and they think that's what you're supposed to do. Right. The problem with that is if you're making a lot of noise and it's not really that enjoyable, your partner is hearing that as, oh, he I'm or doing she it is great. loving this. Exactly. And, and if you're not keep... liking it, guess what you're going to get? A lot more of the same. Exactly. Nonverbal communication can be making those groans, those moans, even those screams. Make sure they're authentic for the most part. It can also be about, you know, touching your partner. So maybe taking their hand and putting it where you want it. That could be a nonverbal mm-hmm. communication. Also, are, how are you moving your body? Are you arching it towards them or are you moving it away? Like you want to pay attention to that. And also the, the Bible for any reference to anything in the world always comes from Seinfeld. The great episode where George is telling Jerry, so how did it go? Eh, I thought it was going pretty good, but then I got the tap. <laughs> What do you mean the tap? <laughs> you know, the tap. Like, I'm going down. And, okay, that's enough. That's good. Okay, yeah. okay. That's yeah. fine. Move along. Yeah. I've done it. Yeah. I have to admit, sure. Yeah. It's but we that, all do it. And then and then every guy feels like, oh, shit. <laughs> the ideal, there again, communication would be like, yeah. come up here. I want you or something. 
Even then, get, though. When you get the tap. <laughs> yeah. But, do you know what the tap is really about, though? It could, I mean, look, we don't know what the tap means. That's what we have to ask, right? The tap could mean, it may feel like, I mean, like, hey, you know, you are just not doing a good job, exactly. so let's go on to something else. Right. But it could also mean, I'm feeling a little insecure because I think I'm taking too long, you know, so I'm feeling, I'm feeling a little self-conscious about that. Uh, it could also mean, you know what? I'm really ready to feel you inside of me. See, it, now if somebody says that, the tap is nullified. Well, and that's a much better way to go about it, exactly. isn't it? There yeah. Again, there's communication. <laughs> right. And, and communication. instead of the tap, pull them up. Just yes. grab and you just kind of pull the arm and pull yeah. it up. Yeah, or like, I want you and now. And turn over it amount or whatever you're going to do. But the tap by itself is just... I don't know if I've ever experienced it. Let me think. I have no idea. No, I'm sure you haven't. Well, there's three things I'm that sure. happen when you start to get older. First one is you start. Bum. Yeah, let me finish it. <laughs> Can't get a bump bump before I finish. Go. I already know what's going yeah, Of course you do. I've been only doing it for 10 years, but this is a whole new audience. Okay, let's, let's, here we go. Let's try it again. Okay. Three things happen when you start to get older. The first one is you start to lose your memory. I forget the other two. <laughs> but I'm bump bump. There it is. <laughs> We did it, yeah. You know, we've known each other so long that I already know what's coming. So it's like it comes out of my mouth. But, but see, that kind of applies to exactly what we just talked about. You know what's coming. I already know. And this guy starts nibbling and starts heading down. You can just easily bring him back up. I mean, there's that too. You know, it's like, oh, no, no, no. Don't even waste your time. Come on. It's not good. But communication, right? But, so Okay, this opens up a great story. Now, yeah. what do you do as the woman uh-huh. to educate him without insulting that's where I'm going. Bingo. Exactly. You don't want to say, nah, that doesn't feel good, or I don't like this, or don't do that. You do it too hard. You don't want to critique. You don't want to tell your partner, this goes for male and no female, teeth. what you don't want. Mm-hmm. Because you have no information there. What you don't want, that just they're just hearing no, and that never feels good. It, it feels dismissive. It feels rejecting, and it doesn't give them any information to do anything else. So you always want to let your partner what you would like. So let's say they are... Not firm enough. Maybe they're going down on you and they're they're too gentle. And you can say, you know what? I like it when you are a little more assertive and do it a little bit harder. And then when they do it, you're like, yes, that feels so good. You want to be authentic, like you said. It has Otherwise, to you're going to be doomed. No, no, it has to be always authentic. Mm-hmm. But you let them know what feels good. And when they do it, then you give them that reassurance they that they're know. doing it right. A lot of times, a man will do something. And you start to get excited. A woman will start to get excited. And she'll start to express her excitement verbally or non-verbally. And then what the man will do, oftentimes, I hear this all the time, they'll go a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. A little bit faster, a little bit yep. harder. Because yep. that's how that's how men work. But we were enjoying what you were doing. We want you to just stay there. So let's say you're with a man and you're expressing your pleasure and he starts to go harder and faster. All you need to do is say, go back to what you were doing. That felt or so good. Go back, go back back or they move go back stay there a little bit longer Mm -hmm. so to express what it is that you want and that is always a good thing and again our partner is grateful for that male or female now we don't want to be given a bunch of orders do this touch me here touch me there do it this way we don't want that so that's why when our partner is doing something right maybe with direction or not we spend some time enjoying it and letting them feel and hear our pleasure Mm-hmm. You know, then we have that freedom to be able to communicate what it is we want and what it is that we like. We have to let them know what it is that we like. We don't want to talk about what we don't want and what we don't like because nothing good comes from it. Another mistake people make is they ask too big of questions. What do you like? What do you want? 
And often you'll get answers like, it's all good, mm-hmm. or I don't know, mm-hmm. because they're too big. They're really too big. So the best questions to ask, you don't want to ask yes or no answers either. They're too, they're too short. Do you like this? <laughs> you know? I mean, first of all, a lot Is of it people, in yet? Yeah, they, they definitely don't want to ask that question. Uh, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I, 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 a guy I know actually said that a girl told him that once, and I thought, oh my God. That's just sad. Yeah. I mean, you might be thinking it, but you don't want to say it. You don't want to say it out loud. Uh, so a lot of times people will say yes when they really mean no. So do you like this? They don't want to hurt their partner's feelings, or maybe they're embarrassed, that's so they'll when say it, yes. Yeah, that's when the communication is so vital, is because you're going to set a tone because then if all of a sudden a week later it does starts doing oh yeah you told me how great i'm gonna do the exact same thing because i've already thought about it i've been thinking about it all week and then you're like (laughs) i don't like that no no last week you said it was great now you've laid it okay are you going to be bullshitting me next time or what you have to be authentic and And honest always the idea that, that sex talk while it's taking place increases the pleasure you're giving and receiving and then after that, that after action report where you're laying there. Well, we're there. not there yet. Okay. Let's wait. We're okay. still, we're That's still. Right. Yeah. Anticipating. We're still okay. enduring mode. We want to ask either or questions, sort of like the eye, the mm-hmm. eye exam, right? Those are the best kinds of questions. And if you're with a new partner, even if you're with someone you've been with for a long time, there's always new things to discover. So should be going to like, like this or you like it like that? Exactly. A little harder. Do you like it with my like that. Do you like it with my tongue pointed and hard or do you like it more soft and flat? Like and you can just do it. Like do you mm-hmm. like it like this or do you like it like mm-hmm. this? Uh, and so those you're gonna get good information. Here's another mistake that a lot of people make. So they did this thing, right? They did this new move. There's a, makes you think of another move. Seinfeld mm-hmm. another Seinfeld episode. You're doing my move. <laughs> exactly. Now you do a new move or a move and you get a response. And you like make a note, mental note, oh, okay. So you continue to do that move. The problem is, look, there are some go-to moves. There are, mm-hmm. Usually there's a couple. But generally speaking, we feel differently at different times. So something that felt good a minute ago mm-hmm. may not feel good now. Mm-hmm. And something that felt good yesterday may not feel good tomorrow. So we need to really, you know, pay attention to those things. So even if you've been with somebody a long time, even if you are wonder wonderful love maker and you have great sex together, there's always new things to discover and there's always new ways to touch one another and to experience pleasure. And that's with our own work in being able to really just be in that space of experience and just experience fully that amount of pleasure and that connection and you know, being being present and not in our head. So there's our own work and also in our communication so we can teach our partner how to please us and them how to please them. Mm-hmm. So being able to continually discover and explore is an important thing, whether it's through words or through action. So these are things that people can do. You can start right now, tonight, and really start to expand your sex life even when you're with someone for a long time as opposed to what people think that when you're with someone for a long time, then sex goes downhill. If you do it right, you will experience more pleasure more eroticism it's different Mm -hmm. than you know that initial exciting stage when you first meet someone but it can get better and better and better with time it doesn't have to go away Mm -hmm. so let's talk about the afterglow as you were talking about what were you going to say basking in the glow yeah well then you can say oh that was great i was you know when i was doing that how did that feel you can ask and then you get the more information oh when you were doing that i was so great and then you did ah we got to do that again kind of thing. And then you, okay, you already got making yeah. the plans for the next time. But exactly. if things weren't, I think it's really smart to say, 
you know, you can just slow it down when I'm really, and I'm close or whatever, just slow down. Or if I say, you know, just bring it, let's make it go last longer, whatever you're going to yeah, say. Yeah, it felt so good. I, I want it to last even yeah, longer. Yeah. Yeah. Let's tease each other. I love it when you were teasing me. That felt mm-hmm. really good. Or it's been a long time since you've teased me and I miss that. I really sure. like that. So again, you're talking about something that you have enjoyed that they have done is always better if it's if it's possible. Sometimes there hasn't been something they've done. And then right. you say, I would really love it if we could try this as opposed to, can you slow down? Um, not that that's a bad thing because you want to give that information, mm-hmm. but you could say it in a way like, oh, you know what would it feel really good? I think I think I really would enjoy it if we did it even slower lower. Can we try that? That would feel really good. So it's coming from a place of generosity, of love, of kindness. And your partner will hear that a lot better than if it coming from a place of, you know, you're not doing it right. Just the way you phrased it. Can we try that? Yeah. It's we trying two key words. Mm -hmm. In other words, I'm with you attempting to please you and we can do this together. So I think it's just... It completely solidifies the moment in the thought of emotion versus that I'm going to do this. You're going to do that. It's we're trying something. It's just, it's an effective conversation. Mm -hmm. And not only is it effective, it can be sexy. It can be seductive. And isn't that what you want? So that's brings us to our action plan. Did you have another thing you wanted to add? No, I was just going to say, and it takes the edge off the nonsense that you, in the day-to-day world of, of the honeydews and all the other things. Yeah, because look at that stuff. You forgot is... to buy the milk. Why do you always do that kind of crap? <laughs> it just, this will negate all that. Right. Well, look at, you know, when you're having passion mm-hmm. in your life and there's passion in your relationship, the fact that someone forgot the milk really doesn't have as much weight. Exactly. When you're not feeling connected, when you're not feeling sexually satisfied, they don't bring home the milk. It's a big deal. As long as they bring home the bacon. <laughs> Even then, that's not enough sometimes, although it helps. So that brings us to our action step. Our action step is to have a conversation. If you are not in a relationship, write down things that turn you on. Write down things that you can do to turn yourself on. What do you do that puts you in a a sexual state, that helps you feel alive? Because I'll tell you, if you're not in a relationship and you are looking for love, when you are connected to your sexuality and it's beaming out of you, as Melanie and I talked about um, last week, Mm -hmm. uh, the week before last week, actually, it is a wonderful thing. And I will tell you, it is like a magnet. It is attractive. You mm-hmm. will attract people, the not just men. Pheromones are reeking out of you. Yeah, I mean, you just attract people. You will become a more attractive person, not just you know whoever you're sexually attracted to, same or other sex. But it is it is a wonderful thing, and you feel so alive. So to get clear, like what is it that you do that you wear, you do, you think, you focus on, you listen to, you eat that helps you feel sexy. Feeling sexy, connecting to your your sexualness is a wonderful mm-hmm. thing. So if you're not in a relationship, that's what I encourage you to do as your action step. If you are, have a conversation. Have a nice dinner. Talk about some things that you've enjoyed, some past sexual experiences that you really enjoyed that you want to do more of, you want to do again, or maybe some things that you'd like to try. And ask questions of your partner. Sure. What about you? What are some of your favorite moments? What was the When you think about the like one of the more enjoyable times that we had sex, what, what's the first time that pops into your head and make sure it's the person you're talking to <laughs> you want to talk- don't say oh that time we were in the back of the car we were at the park it's like that wasn't me <laughs> right don't make that mistake yes. now go do that voodoo that you do so well <laughs> but make sure it was that you do with that person yes exactly. very good point 
This has been so much fun. This is such a fun conversation, mm-hmm. and the time has just flown by. We got to hear what your people think of that. Yes, definitely send us some emails. Go to drlauriebuckley.com. You can connect to me or Mark, actually, through my email address, which is right there. You can connect to us. Uh, we are going to be reading some questions and answers in our next episode. So please join us then. We're going to answer all of your questions. Have some fun. And this has been a really great show. Thank you all for listening. We so appreciate you joining us. So take care. Have some great, effective communication. Practice it because it does take practice. And we'll be talking to you soon. Bye, everyone. Peace out.